Another practice slash example, f of x is e to the 2x minus 1 over e to the 2x plus 1. Find f prime of x. I'm pausing because I'm really hoping that you're going to pause and work on this on your own because math is definitely like sports. You've got to practice. And you can do this one, and it uses something that you learned uh, last semester. This time, because of this little plus here, this seemingly um, innocuous plus in this little tiny one, you have to use the quotient rule. So um, work on it and come back, and we'll go through it together. F prime of x, we've got a numerator and a denominator, so we need the quotient rule. F prime of x is start at the denominator, bring it up without doing anything to it, e to the 2x plus 1, times the derivative of the numerator. The derivative of e to the 2x is e to the 2x back again times 2. When it's something like e to the 2x, you might start getting used to saying the derivative of e to the 2x is 2e to the 2x. But you can always write it the long way using the chain rule explicitly, too. But e to the 2x derivative is 2e to the 2x. Minus the derivative of 1 is just 0, so I don't have to write any more. That's the denominator times the derivative of the numerator. Big minus. Now I leave the numerator alone times the derivative of the denominator. The derivative of the denominator is, again, the derivative of e to the 2x. So I have 2e to the 2x back again, plus the derivative of 1 is 0. So I'm finished with the numerator of the quotient rule. All over denominator squared, e to the 2x plus 1 quantity squared. So this is the first step in my derivative. Now it's a matter of simplifying. And we have to practice our, uh, we have to be careful about our, our exponent rules on this one. f prime of x I want to go ahead and combine and cancel as many terms as possible. So to do that, I need to distribute that 2e to the 2x in. So 2e to the 2x times 1e to the 2x is 2e to the 2x plus 2x. Remember when you multiply and you have the same base, you add exponents. So you have 2e to the 2x plus 2x is e to the 4x times 2, plus 1 times 2e to the 2x. So in the next step, we'll catch this and make that 4x. So I have 2e to the 4x plus 2e to the 2x minus distributing this 2e to the 2x in. I've got 2e to the 2x plus another 2x. This time I'm just going to write 4x. e to the 2x times e to the 2x is e to the 4x. Minus, but then I have a double minus, don't I? Minus a negative, so plus 2e to the 2x. All over. e to the 2x plus 1 quantity squared. I just keep rewriting that. I never multiply that out, at least not that I can ever remember. Numerator, 2e to the 4x and a minus 2e to the 4x, so those add up to 0. That's nice, right? It always makes me happy. 2e to the 2x and another 2e to the 2x is 4e's to the 2x. They're like 
like terms, right? They are like terms. 2e to the 2x and another 2e to the 2x, four of them, all over e to the 2x plus 1 quantity squared. I look at that and I ask myself, is there anything more I can do? I could factor out a 4. I suppose I could write this as 2e to the x quantity squared, right? Because the 2 squared gives me the 4, and the e to the x squared gives me e to the 2x. And then on the bottom, I have e to the 2x plus 1 quantity squared. So if I really wanted to be sneaky, I could write 2e to the x over e to the 2x plus 1, all in parentheses, squared. But at this point, in the future, actually, you're going to like this form a lot. In the next chapter, this is going to be helpful. But for now, we really don't need to do any more with this function. And so really, I would probably say this answer that I found at the beginning, 4e to the 2x over the square of e to the 2x plus 1, is a fine answer for f prime of x. One more thing, though. This is the problem that never ends. If you do this on your calculator, take the derivative. Make sure you're careful with your parentheses up here. Parentheses for the numerator, parentheses for the denominator, and parentheses for the exponent, 2x. You're going to have a lot of parentheses, but if you put them all in and you find the derivative, it's actually, actually, I would like you to do that right now. Put in the parentheses, find the derivative on the calculator, and then see what you get, and then come back. So I don't know about you, when I did this on my calculator, it told me the answer was 1 over something that looks like cosh x parentheses squared, I believe. Um, Yeah, something like that. Or it would put the parentheses somewhere else. But 1 over the square of something that looks like cosh x. This is really called the hyperbolic cosine, and it's not something that we spend much time in, time on in these classes, if any. But I just want you to know it's a trigonometric function, and it's something that your calculator finds much more elegant than the answer that we got. And so that's why it's giving you this answer. Do you remember from, I don't know if earlier in, in this um, in, in this semester if you've worked on this, but I do know in the previous semester there's a place in the book that says if you get an answer different from the calculator and you want to see if they're equivalent, there is a trick you can do. Do you remember it? If you take solve under algebra, F2 algebra, and then you just go up with your up arrow and hit enter to grab that answer that it has, and you set that equal to, very carefully, your answer in parentheses, 4e to the 2x divided by parentheses e to the 2x plus 1 quantity squared, comma, for x, remember we're solving, for x, if I entered this correctly with the right number of parentheses, what comes back is true. So that tells you it's true that the answer it gave, 1 over hyperbolic cosine x quantity squared, equals the answer we got. And so 
we have equivalent answers even if they didn't look the same in the, to begin with. So that's good. That makes me happy. I've done the problem by hand. I've checked it with my calculator, and I've verified that my answer is the same as the calculator's, and uh, that's good enough for me for now.